All right, everybody. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Blazer Victory Podcast. John Duncan here, and I'm joined with one of my co-hosts, Darian Smith, as Jimmy Marion is out of town, but we'll be back for the next episode. But before we get started on recapping this big win for UAB 45-42 to over FAU, this game recap and all game recap episodes are brought to you by Cahaba Brewing Company. Check out CahabaBrewing.com. They have so many great beers. The tap room is a great place to go to hang out, watch games, and just chill. And right now I'm drinking a Cahaba Pale Ale, which talked about many times on this show, but a very celebratory Pale Ale this fine evening. So definitely check out Cahaba Brewery um, in your local supermarket or check out their tap room. Thank you again to Cahaba for sponsoring these game recaps this season. But Darian? How about Maddie Ice getting that game-winning field goal with three seconds left? Clutch, clutch, Maddie Ice. They don't call Maddie Ice for nothing. Forty shaking. Hey, 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 let's be honest. Hey, let's be honest, bro. We're we're still shaking. You know, we're recording this at nine o'clock, and we still can't believe it. Um, to be honest, and you know, we'll get into the some of the negative aspects of this game, but. That second half, I <laughs> I was beginning to think we weren't going to have a great uh, game recap uh, episode tonight. But, hey, UAB finds a way to come in clutch, Maddie Ice, and get the dub 45-42 to to improve to 3-6 and six, uh, overall in the season and 2-3 and three in the American Athletic Conference. But, Darian, I think we do need to start it with Matt Quinn. Like, He's had an up-and-down season, but what a way to boost your confidence in, you know, getting the game-winning field goal and hopefully, you know, kind of catapulting that to, you know, positive momentum for the rest of, these, rest of the season for these next three games. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah, I would say so. Um, you know, I know part of being a kicker, a lot of it is mental. Um you know, when kickers get it slumped, sometimes it's hard to get out. And it's a lot of pressure. I mean, that's the only thing that they do, but it's so important, right? It's so critical to the game. And it's just a lot of mental pressure on you. Um, so to see one go in to win the game after that really bad one earlier in the game, you know, that a kick like that can make – rightfully so, could make a coaching staff lose faith in you. It hit our guy in the back of the head. Like, it was nothing. It wasn't like a super long, I think it was a 30-something yard field goal. It was makeable. It was take the points. It was like one of those almost guaranteed points type of thing. It, It hits our guy in the back of the head. Nobody made a spectacular play. So to be able to, it was a short field goal, but it doesn't matter at that point. Like, that has to be in your head. And we went for it on fourth and two at our own, like, 23 or something like that. Um, And then, you know, and we didn't get it. But that right there, and I even tweeted out myself, I I wouldn't kick it right here. Because that, (sighs) those moments, you know, it just has, it's just been real hit or miss. You talking about the fourth and two? The fourth and two they went for it? Right, when yeah. we can the same play twice. But, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just to keep on Matt Quinn. So a lot of mental gymnastics going on, I think, with us scoring all those touchdowns, him kicking those extra points, I'm pretty sure that kept him in it 
they kept him engaged. So he made all of his extra points. And um, for him to, in that moment, to be able to come up clutch in that moment, that's that's big for him. And hopefully um, we can ride that momentum um, for Matt Quinn and his confidence. Um, so next next game, you know, we got a 37-yarder. Hopefully he's um, keep that same ice in his veins and he can nail it. Definitely. Well, we've got a lot of positive things to talk about, Darian, on the offensive side of the ball. And let's kind of start with Jacob Zeno setting the FBS UAB school record with 484 passing yards and tying a UAB school record with five touchdown passes. And to also make that stat even, you know, noticeably, you know, compared like that was to five different players like this wasn't just one player or two players getting multiple touchdowns this was to five different guys uh today so i thought the offense was kind of clicking on all cylinders especially in the first half um but yeah shout out to jacob zeno the official stat line was 29 to 35 for 484 and five touchdown passes um tejon palmer uh Nine receptions for 179 yards and a TD. Guys, check out the Patreon. I interviewed uh, Tejon Palmer this week. Um, so check that out, patreon.com slash blazerpod. Really good plug. Um, really nice nice guy. Glad to see him. Because, you know, he talked about in the interview, Darian, that he was still kind of thinking about the FAU game last year because folks didn't realize that that pass at the end of the game last year that was so close to being caught for a a game-winning touchdown, that was to Tejon Palmer. And it just barely, you know, was out of reach for him. So he kind of, you know, remembered that heading into this game. At at least, you know, he said that on the interview. So kudos to Tejon Palmer having a heck of a day. I know we're going to talk about that receiver on the other side for the FAU Owls a little bit later. Um, But one more guy that I really want to talk about real quick was Skull. You know, 69 yards on 22 carries, not not awesome, but still good. But you've got to look at his all-purpose yardage, including receiving reception yards, a career high in all-purpose yardage for school, 210 yards. So we, we've got to start talking about those three guys, uh, or we can go anywhere else you want to go, Darren. Um, but just being at the game, like those guys – you could tell were on fire, especially in the first half. And I know there were some slumps on the offensive side of the ball in the second half, but, you know, for the majority of the game, I thought the off, especially in the first half, the offense was clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, it, it was a roller coaster. Um, the first half was awesome. Um, those guys were clicking. It was a lot of explosive plays. Um, and then even drives, we were able to grind it out, get multiple first downs. And then hit them, hit them with something big. The first half was really good, especially <clears throat> on offensive line. We were able to give Zeno time to make those throws. And we talked about it, um, how Evan Neal and was the main guy on the defense. He's a really good player. And we did a really good job against him for the most part. You know, um, so I want to shout out the offensive line. I feel like they showed a lot of improvement. And they allow our weapons to be weapons. And we saw what kind of weapons we can have. You you can stop Skull on one way, but Skull is he is very dynamic. I think Skull is an NFL player, honestly. 
I do because his versatility and his decisiveness when he runs the ball. You know, he's he's making cuts. He literally just runs where he doesn't see anybody. Like his cutbacks, I think he's just like, oh, I don't see. I remember talking to my running back in high school. He's like, I just run. I, you know, you set up blocks and stuff, but after a while, it, it just you see the flash of jerseys. I'm just going to where <laughs> I don't see anybody. And it was one cutback run. He cut it back, and he does that. You know, um, I think our front side guard probably got beat a little bit. Scores just stopped. I think he just saw open field, and it's like, I'm going back the other way, <laughs> right? And he can do it. His body, his skill allows him to do it. But it's like, okay, I'm not – just get him the ball. You know, he can catch it. He can he can break people down. He can break corners down. He can catch slants. He can catch outs. He can run it. He can do special teams. He can, he can be on kickoff coverage. Like, he can, he he does a lot. And um, hopefully, I think scores should be in the NFL. Um, I feel the same way about Tajon Palmer. I think he's a he's like a pro, right? The way he goes about the game, how consistent he is. Um, I can tell he puts a lot of dedication into the game. So, and then shout out to Zeno for making the plays, right? Um, I do, like I said, it is it is. I do want to add context to it, though. We do need to figure out. Um, the second half, that third quarter was yeah. nasty. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! And that stat that you know, Jimmy, you're probably listening to this <laughs> driving off. I can't, Sunday, I can't but, wait. I can't wait to get oh, Jimmy man. on it because I can't wait till he provides some stats, and I, you remember, I can't wait to look at it. Do you remember him. that stat? I don't have my phone with me, but did you? Do you remember that stat he sent us in the third quarter on like their first three drives in that quarter? It was I like I can't remember it. It was like something like three drives only. Oh. Like nine, nineteen, nine to nineteen yards, and like zero points. Like it, it was, it was awful. And I mean, but that summed it up. Like the offense. I don't know. I, I thought the offensive line didn't play as well as they had been in the first half in the third quarter. And Darren, you know, again, we've got to give FAU, uh, the opposing team and opposing coaching staff, credit for making second half adjustments. And that's still something that you know you kind of hope that UAB's coaching staff gets better at moving forward um, because, yeah, that third quarter was pretty bad. That third quarter and then the first half of the fourth quarter was pretty bad. Yeah, I don't think anybody really played well on offense. Um, for example, that interception that Zeno threw, he had two other guys open on that play, yeah. and he was just really – he just was gun-shy on that one, you know, like – and honestly, the guy he threw it to was open for a minute. He just put too much air into that. But but I mean, I don't I don't want to take anything away from Zeno. Like he still had a hell of a game, and that was one bad bad throw that you know he wish he had back. Um, but but you're right. I mean, there were a couple other guys open. FAU was playing man defense for. I mean, did they play the whole game pretty much man? Like they just pretty much played man. Yeah, they 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 manned us up a lot, and um, they had some mixed results. You know, I, it's funny because I think we get on our defense, right? We get on our defense, we get on our defense, and we're going to talk about the defense because it was up and down. But at the same time, I thought about it. I was like, well, can FAU say this about their defense too? Because we torched them too. Like, yeah. let's, not, let's not forget. It's mm -hmm. like it's two defenses. So it's like, and, you know, one of those touchdowns was because of the defense. If we don't get that play by the defense or all of those key uh, – you know, we stopped them a couple of times 
And it was a couple of times, especially in that third quarter, it was way more of the offense fault than the defense fault. We love to say the defense, the defense. But our offense was doing a horrible job of putting them in a bad position and say, hold up, Will, hold up again, hold up again. And that was on the offense. It was was like we weren't even giving ourselves a chance to punt the ball, right? Like to Mm -hmm. flip and make them drive it. So, yes, uh, and maybe this is a good good time to like, well, I want to stay on this. I want to, before I do flip to the defense, second halves, because we, we, we've been showering Zeno. We've been, we talked about how good the offensive line was and Tajon Palmer. And then we had a uh, shout out to Malachi Hope Bennett on the homecoming, you know, we on yes. homecoming, he, he was able to catch a touchdown, you know, Birmingham native, you know, um, I'm happy it was so many guys, so many different guys. Amari Thomas, TJ Jones. Yeah, you know, boy, so TJ, yeah. Yeah, TJ Jones with the – oh, it was a whole bunch of yards for the, the touchdown. 70, 70, yeah, I think it was 72-yard TD. Like, right, great. like so many different guys. Dallas Payne had a big reception for a first Ooh, down. He looked like a grown man out there. Did you see he, <laughs> like he caught that ball and fought off like three defenders? I said, man, Dallas – hey, and shout-out to Dallas, man. Like, he – did you know, Darian, that he was taking photos uh, at the basketball scrimmage game for for the UAB Athletics account? Like he was taking I did not photos. Know. Yeah, and he that's was a doing smart a good man job. right there. Yeah, that's, that's, that's smart. I told, that's what they diversify yourself. I told him at practice, uh, football practice, was I said, man, you did a great job on those photos. So hey, shout out to Dallas Payne. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Dallas, man. It was so it was so many guys that played well, but at the same time, I do I do feel like. You know, in those, in those second halves, do one of what's going on because today was really apparent, right? Like, especially with our play calling, it seemed like every first down we found a way to get in second and 14. To lose yards. Yeah, that, see, yeah, I, I think we do need to discuss that because especially in that second half, like, it, it didn't matter what they did, Darian, but every time UAB's offense on first down would lose two or three yards or, or more, like, Right, it, so it's not good. Yeah, I I want to look at film because I can't be definite right now on what was going on because we haven't looked at film. It's, it, this is not an instant reaction, but we, it's still an instant reaction, right? Nobody's reviewed anything, so in that moment, I can't tell if it was players, but for 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 it to happen so many times, and that and this has been part of our DNA going like these third quarters and second halves, we kind of just messed up we've man like i was cussing all up and down my timeline <laughs> hey i was talking to paul uh after the game and he said you see what Wee was saying on twitter <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said man there's no telling <laughs> i'm cussing up and down the timeline bro i was trying to listen because i was trying to like be censored in the beginning and i was like oh no if that, uh, hey. <laughs> if that, like, I got to let it be known. But I'm, I I leave that up there. And I'm glad I do that because it's the fan experience. It's what yeah. we are feeling. It's the roller coaster we're going through, One right? And, I'm, and you can't do nothing but display your emotions and be real about it, you know? So especially seeing us go up 35-14 and then we just kind of, eh, second and 14, you know, penalty, penalty. And I'm just like, oh my God, what are we doing? What are we calling? Right. Yeah. So, so in, initially, I was thinking that I think we got conservative, but our conservative turned into predictable. You can be conservative, 
but you can't be predictable. Yeah. And the right. first down, it's kind of like, hey, man, let's play action and go over the top. You know, it's kind of like, oh, no, we're going to run the ball on this first down. We're going to stretch and, it to the outside, and FAU clearly figured that out. Exactly. Know. Exactly. And I'm like, are we choking? I tweeted the Reggie Miller choke. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I tweeted that out because I'm like, man, what what are we doing? You know, offensive and defensive play calls, you know. Um, I don't know, man. Our offense got real anemic all of a sudden, you know, yeah. and – I just don't I don't I just don't know if it was do we really just really struggle with second half adjustments because it seems like what it seems like is if the other team comes out with the adjustments like this is what they've been what they've been doing this is how we can stop this mm-hmm. and and they do that right they take that away yeah. and it seems like we like I don't know what to do right it was working and it's not working anymore well, you should expect for them to adjust to what you're doing. So you need to go ahead and adjust already. I'm saying it on this side of it. I'm not a coach, but as a fan, I'm just brainstorming, like, what's the problem here? Yeah, and I I don't know. I was talking with Brad uh, at the game, and he made a kind of good point. Like, And this might be something, Darren, that we can discuss with Jimmy on the Patreon, but I'm wondering if it might be better to get Mortensen up in the booth, like to where he might can see the field better, um, at least in the second half after you, you know, you go off script because sometimes I, I, I especially in the third quarter, you saw pre-snap that UAB was kind of trying to either, either stretch it to the outside or wide receiver screen to the outside or flip it to like Buck Halter or something. And clearly FAU was taken away the boundaries of the field. Like, I, I'm just kind of wondering, like, maybe if he's in the booth, maybe, because, you know, Siona is in the booth now on DC. I mean, well, <laughs> we'll get to defense in a little bit, but I'm just saying, like, maybe that would help. Or, or honestly, man, it, you know, obviously we're not coaches. It might just be, hey, we just need to get better at adjusting to when teams can kind of figure out what you're doing. Is there a counterpunch? You know, can you give that counterpunch? Or are you just, you are what you are. Um, but, I do want to give credit to this offense because I do think that they found their way uh, second half of the fourth quarter and just kind of turned it on again. Um, and and then I like I like that you bring up counterpunch. The perfect example of a counterpunch is we clearly scouted how FAU loved to shift their line and the way that we were aligned up. We had our running back. We was on the right hash, I believe, and we had yeah. our running back to the to the right. So. And, it, and the formation looked as if it was going to be trying to get the running back running to its own left. And it looked like the formation and the, the field would say, okay, this is a, we need to prepare. They shifted, the line shifted to the right to take away the zone left. And bam, we had the, the perfect counterplay. And we had got TJ, he, he was already kind of lined up in the slot. He just, boom, quick. We flip it to them. Our line block them up because they shifted, so it was easy to hook them. Great blocks downfield. Fred Farrier, Skull, great blocks. TJ Jones gone. 72-yard touchdown. Perfect counter, right? But that's something that we scouted on film. They obviously wasn't giving that look anymore. You can only go to that one time, right? We got them. 
right. so it's like how do you how do you counter a counter right like once they get onto you and say okay i'm gonna take that away from you it's like we like oh you know he's not giving you know he's not ducking his head if it's boxing i'm thinking about boxing now yeah like oh no he's not ducking his head this way no more or he's not going for this faint and making my arms go making his arms go up so he can hit me in the body like i'm do you just freeze like <laughs> do you just freeze all of a sudden and say i don't know what else to do because it's not working anymore no you got to counter the counter and i do think that's something that our offensive staff i think that's Trent Morton the rest of the guys they all have to get better at that i do think that's a coaching thing yeah i think so too well, let's go ahead and transition over to the defensive side of the ball, um, Darren. And I do want to start with um, a couple positives. How about Everett Russell? Ten tackles, a career high as a freshman. Ten tackles in the game. He looked he looked really good out there, really comfortable. Um, and also, I want to give a shout out to Michael Moore. You know, I I had heard you know listening to the post game on the radio that you know they, they were saying that he was questionable to even play in this game you know ankle was kind of bothering him but he played and had nine tackles in a sack on the game so shout and, out and he was the one that forced the um the interception he batted the ball in the air yeah and hey and shout out to hey kendall johnson getting that pick six you know catching the ball that i, I swear when he batted it uh and, and kendall caught it i swear that ball was up there for like 10 seconds <laughs> i was like please somebody <laughs> get that dang thing and that's you know i I was going to talk with you, Darren. I think that's one of the two key um, plays in this ball game. You know, if he doesn't get that pick six, I mean, we're talking about a completely different game. And another, the other play that I was going to, to discuss as one of the plays of the game um, was the fake punt. You know, when uh, when uh, Flip Samario Rudolph uh, ran it and got the first down uh, late in the second half uh, to kind of extend the lead uh, for UAB but yeah shout out to Kendall Johnson catching that ball pick six um if he doesn't do that I mean we might be having a different discussion on this right on this game recap yeah that was that was important um we we really needed that um and shout out one thing I do like is that they weren't afraid to use different personnel we played a ton of young guys um Mm -hmm. I saw a whole bunch of young guys in there and honestly like you know, we we didn't just say, hey, we're going to depend on some of these bits. Like, nah, they was half of them kind of split the game half and half. You know, I was like, oh, wow, that was gutsy. You know, I saw I saw a lot of more A.D. Diamond out there. I saw a lot of more um, Jonathan Allen, Merriweather. I saw all of these guys. You know, I saw a lot of Emmanuel Waller, Russo. Like, it was so many young guys all over right. the field. And I was wondering, I was, I was wondering, like, did they just have a good week of practice? And I think, honestly, I think it paid off. Yeah. Um, but I'm going ahead and get to the elephant in the room. Like, I don't, un- I don't understand this though. I don't understand how we let one guy, one guy. Oh, buddy, hey, and what did we say on our game preview, Darren? The one guy UAB needs to focus on. Everybody in the nation knew it. Like every anybody, it wasn't a secret, you know. Hey, bro, right. So we we knew he was gonna get a couple catches because you you simply just can't contain a guy that's explosive. But when he's wide the hell open, that's multiple, the problem. Multiple times 
That's like, what that's are we doing? Problem. What are that's we the doing? problem? So it's not it's not that he got off. I, I watch the NFL all the time, right? And and sometimes you have a Devontae Adams or you have a Tyreek Hill, and they just beat they just beat two guys. It ain't that they aren't focused on them or keyed in on them. It's just that they are good enough to beat what you're trying to do to them. I take that. I, you tip your hat. Number four, the Alexander guy, he caught a tough pass against Kobe Dempsey one-on-one. It was tough. Oh, was that the one he laid out on the ground? For? I, he also had another one, uh, almost like Sports center esque catch that I, I think on like a third down or something. I was like, man, he he was good. Yeah, BJ, BJ, BJ Alexander, yeah. I didn't get mad. You don't no. get mad at that. You don't get mad at you said, damn, that's a that's a good play. Hey, like, tip your hat, like you said, yeah. You tip your hat, but it was so many Lejante Le- Wister Dude. just wide open. That 76 yarder, like how the how <laughs> how does that even happen? A half of those touchdowns, how does that I swear when he caught that short touchdown he caught? Oh yeah. I looked and I said he's one on one out there. I think he, it was a safety on him. And I'm like, yo, he's one on one. They finna rub some kind. Of, they finna run some kind of rub play. I don't know if they're going in or out, but he's gonna be wide open. Like anybody could see it. I'm sitting there looking at it, and that's exactly what happened. I'm just sitting here like, how was our game plan? And I think Trent said something in the post game. I think um, I haven't watched it all the way. Or did he say? You know, people say you can just double them, but you can't do that because yeah. you don't know where it's gonna be at. Yeah, I still need to watch it, but I. I- Shout out to Muck. Uh, I saw he tagged you in it on uh, Twitter, and he and he said that. But I I don't understand it, bro. Like you you've got two weeks to plan, and everybody knew to watch for number one, Lejonte West, best player on that side of the ball for FAU, and I, I just don't understand oh. it. Like I, wide open bust in coverage like i don't give a dang like you've got to just have one guy on him at all times like i don't know how he just got lost in the shuffle and i know tom herman and that staff and and, you know charlie fry they do good jobs they do a great job in like scheming ways for him to get the ball but there ain't nothing you can scheme to like get that wide open. Like there was uh, Man, one time that times, nobody nobody was twenty yards in him. Like John, from, what was his what was his stats, bro? Like how many? Eleven receptions for two hundred and nineteen yards and three TDs. Now add context to this. Daniel Richardson had two hundred and ninety three yards passing. Yeah, that dude was trash. I know, no disrespect. No, to I ain't saying he's trash. I'm Man. saying this. I'm, no, no, I'm <laughs> saying this. He had 293 yards passing, three touchdowns. Take away that 219. Yeah. <laughs> 219 of those 293 went to one dude. All three of those touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken, all three of them went to one dude. I'm yeah. like, man, I don't. I'm not a coach. I wish somebody could explain this to me. I don't know why a safety can't always be like, oh, we're going to have this guy over the top of him all the time. Now, you can play down and inside. You got underneath. I got over the top. We're always going to be aware of where number one is at. Right. Always. So if somebody else, he was throwing one-on-one to them other dudes, them dudes were barely catching the ball. (laughs) Right. Like, I don't care about them. If they, hey, if they make a play, they make a play. But they've shown time after time that they ain't like that. Right. So we can afford to man up 
one on one all game them mm. put make sure the safety is over the top of one a corner and a safety he's gonna see them all day. it's called bracketing them I don't care if he's in the slot I don't care if he he's at running back I don't care if he's out wide <laughs> yeah the safety is gonna all the ways account and with the corner and right. you take that away I don't I don't get I don't understand that we said they're gonna Run the ball and throw it to one. And that's Guess what they, what they did. did. Run the ball <laughs> and throw it to one. So, oh. this is and this is the, the mixed bag I get, right? Because the defense had some key stops. No, they did. Hey, we need to give the defense credit. Yeah, I, I know we're talking about some negative. But at the end of the day, the defense, especially late in the game, got a couple key stops to get the UAB offense, the ball, back to win the ball game. And that they did, you know, credit to they them. They did. They but, got the pick six. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that still doesn't negate almost blowing a 21-point second-half lead. And you, you almost blow that lead, right? Yeah. And you, you it's the way that it happens mm. that, that frustrates me. If, if FAU would have came out and just was like, Throwing different stuff that that we didn't like, you know, if they were being multiple and just different looks, I'd be like, man, that's some hell of that's some adjustments. Like that's tough. We was like we just said we played a ton of young guys from A.D. Diamond to Ricky Lee to Every Russell to Jonathan Allen McQuan McQuarrie to Emmanuel Waller, like a ton of young guys, ton of them. I get it. I do get it. But what was happening? Did not seem like a young guy problem. It wasn't that no. they were weren't being accounted for. It's like how we were lining up and how we decided to play it. And I'm like, yo, we're running our defense like one isn't he like he's just a receiver, right? Like he's just like this is just what we do. Like this is how we play defense. I'm like, no, you look at film to account for that guy. And from what I'm seeing. We're not accounting for him as if we need to treat him differently. And I don't understand that. And maybe it's some kind of clarity as, you know, when Trent get to talking, when you get on radio shows, when you get to talk to him, when uh, Magic City Impact, when they get to talk to him. Hopefully we can get some clarity on that because the fans are struggling to understand. Because I understand there's a lot of fans saying we need a new D coordinator. Because that's 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 unacceptable. Well, help us understand, like bridge the gap. Because how how did you let that happen? The way that it happened, it ain't that he just beat us. It's that he was wide open on a lot of those plays. Exactly. That's, that's, that 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 should never. That is unacceptable. That is unacceptable. Especially when you have two weeks to prep for. Yes, like you know what they're doing. So help me under and I, John. You know I I I, I preach patience. Oh yeah. Process. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got like I said. I keep on bringing up the young guys. I I'm giving credit, saying we got those stops. And that hey, chill out. You know we got to chill out on some of that because if it wasn't for the defense getting those key stops, or if it wasn't for the defense getting that turnover and pick six, mm-hmm. we in trouble. If it, the offense was the one putting them in, in those bad positions, like right. <laughs> you know we had the punt returning out on our own uh, back to our, on, on our own side of the field. The defense didn't do that, right? right? Like so, we have to like like pump the brakes on some of that stuff. 
But this side of it is unacceptable. The way that that went down, that's unacceptable. I don't care what nobody say. There's no way you have two weeks to game plan for that, and that's the game plan you throw out when you know what was where was the effort to take that away. I did not see any kind of adjustments to take that away. They just kept doing it. Yeah. Matter of fact, in the second half, that's when they had the 76 yards just now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. How, I don't know how that happens, and maybe we can get some education on that as I'm from from coaches. But from my standpoint, and I and I represent the fans on this is. That is unacceptable. Yeah, that's very, I mean, very valid criticism. I mean, I, 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 I 100% agree. Um, the, the good thing about with Trent, um, you know, he's very transparent about, you know, answering those type of questions. So maybe that can be asked um, or maybe he can, you know, just. Just be very transparent about what happened um, or we might just have to do a film review. You know, we haven't done an after review in a while. Um, maybe we can give, you know, see see how Jimmy's schedule is looking coming back Sunday. Maybe do a film review and see maybe there's something that FAU was doing well to <laughs> get him that wide open. All we're looking is all we're looking for is some education and some clarity. Yeah, that's fair. That, that's it. Like, hey, help us understand because you can't get mad at these guys for saying there's another team putting up 40 plus points on us. Yeah, there you go again. Like, like, what are we doing? They running the ball now because we now we look all discombobulated and time after time we can't be saying, oh, you know, we got to trust the process, and that's true to a degree. Yeah, but the way the way the way stuff was happening today, I I just can't keep you can't really say that to this. I don't think that was a trust the process thing. But you know, hopefully, you know, I know we can talk about it more in yeah. on the Patreon once we get into it. Because I'm gonna have some questions. I'm gonna have some tough questions, and we're gonna have to have some some answers, especially in these next three games. I think these next three games are important to see what our staff is gonna be like. Because we gotta continue to grow. Not just player wise, but coach wise, coaches wise. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing them and see how they adjust and see how they grow if they grow. And um, and I'm looking forward to the discussion on the Patreon. Yeah, again, patreon.com slash blazerpod. Um, we have over 100 subscribers. It's just five dollars a month. You get in-depth analysis from us guys, uh, from Jimmy, Darian and I. You get interviews basketball interviews football interviews so much content on the patreon if you are not subscribed patreon.com slash blazer pod we just friday afternoon uh we put up a a one-on-one that i had with andy kennedy and a couple of the players on the basketball team ahead of their first season opener game against bradley monday night so check it out if you are not a subscriber again patreon.com slash blazer pod um, wrapping this and up John, on the, on the basketball front, I think it's so cool that you were able to give the basketball players voices. I feel like we never get to hear them talk. We never get to hear their insight. But John was there and we he talked to it's some really good conversation with Tony, Tony and J.D. and Eric. I never heard Eric speak like I've me never, neither. I've yeah, heard, <laughs> I've heard. And so it was so cool to actually see how they think and how they talk. And you got that one-on-one with AK and AK is very transparent and very, very cool. And you ask some really, really good questions. I'm like, this is totally worth the $5, like all of the content that we give. So good job on that. Appreciate that. And I will be back 
at the facility more often um, this year. So definitely looking forward to basketball season. Um, but we're kind of wrapping up this uh, episode, Darian. The, the good thing about these next three games, UAB is not going to see a LeJonte Wester type guy, um, especially not against Navy and Temple. Um, North Texas might have a have a couple that are good, but not to that elite level like Wester. Um, You're going to so be that, at that Navy game, right? I am going to be in Annapolis. Yeah, that's I dope. I can't wait. That's that's been on my bucket list. You know, I've always wanted to go to Navy and Army. So I'm going to cross one off of the bucket list going to Annapolis this next Saturday. And hey, with Army joining the AAC now officially, I will be able to knock uh, or cross West Point off the list in the next couple years. So that's dope. Yo, kind of scared because Navy just lost to Temple and Temple is not a good team. Yeah, I'm going to have to rewatch that game and see what happened there. Eric, they have a good quarterback. Warren, Warren is a good quarterback, but we we're catching Davy on a important day, <laughs> a Veterans <laughs> like, Day, bro. Like, how, you gonna, <laughs> how you gonna beat that midshipman ass on Veterans Day? You know, <laughs> hey, we gotta do it in honor, in that's honor right. of the vets. Salute. There you go. There you go. That, that's so, that's the way to look at it. That, that that has me worried. I ain't gonna lie, but hey, more to it. You know, and we'll preview that matchup in a few days. Um, but, hey, you know, you're not going to face a LeJonte Wester at the Naval Academy, but you sure as heck better be fundamentally sound <laughs> on stopping that triple option. <laughs> They're going to be coming in to win, man. <laughs> yes. So. so, but, but all right, guys, I think that's enough. What? Let's see, what time, time are we? Oh, yeah, we're over. Yeah, we're about 40 minutes. All right, Darren, you want to go ahead and send us out until next time? Blazer Nation, let's fight for bowl eligibility. Just win, baby. Three more dubs.